This is Jam Nation with Jonesy and Amanda. Well, our next guest is one of Britain's best-loved entertainers. Not only was he one half of Little Britain, he's written a gazillion very successful children's books, and he's been a judge on the hit show Britain's Got Talent for 10 years. So we're very excited to hear that he's joining the judging panel for the Australian version of the series. He certainly has talent. David Williams, hello. Hello, good morning. They'll have to extend the desk because uh, we've got Kate already on there, Kate Ritchie and Shane Jacobson. Uh, And who else is on there then? Alicia Dixon. Alicia Dixon. And you. Yes, yes. So me and Alicia have come from Britain's Got Talent to join Australia's Got Talent this year. And we've been filming the auditions and uh, the semi-finals. We've actually now only got the finals still to film. And it's all going to be on TV um, from October time. It's an interesting show because of all the TV shows, not only do you get the fun kooks, but you also get people who go on to have great recording careers, dancing careers, people who become famous. It's such an interesting grab bag, isn't it? Well, yeah, and it, it's good that the show around the world has produced you know, some stars over the years because I think that just encourages more and more people to, to sign up and audition for it because obviously some people maybe already feel they've got a bit of a career even if they're not particularly well-known, they might think, oh, I don't want to risk it. But actually, you can see there are huge, huge rewards if you get it right. And um, I think when these shows sort of started, there was a little bit of sort of snobbery about them. But I don't think, I don't feel that now. I think if you've kind of grown up with them and they have been going for like a decade or so, you know, you, it's just part of the landscape of, of how you can become successful. Mm. And you look at the success stories in Australia, just the top of my mind, I'm thinking about Tim Amaji. Mm-hmm. These people have gone on and, and forged great careers. Yeah, I've not heard of them, but <laughs> I'll take your word. <laughs> we should have thrown our names into it. I could have. Edie Amin. Edie Amin, he, did, he was yeah, great he as was well. Wonderful, wonderful, yeah, wonderful. No, I mean, I think it, ha- it has to do what it says on the tin, doesn't it? I mean, you know, there has to be, there has to be something to win that's worthwhile. Yeah. Um, I think that's important. Um, but, you know, the show, I love about the show, it's, it's all about surprises. And it, there's no barriers. Anyone who wants to enter can. You know, there's no rules. So you could be five years old, you want to be on it. You could be 100 years old, you can be on it. You know, you could have been doing your act for 50 years, be on it. You could have never done a gig before and you can come on. It's like it's open to everyone. And I think, uh, and you can never predict or very rarely predict whether you think someone's going to be good or not. And that is part of the real pleasure of the show. And also, I think the show doesn't take itself too seriously, which I think is another thing that people generally like about it. I think sometimes some of the singing competitions, they get very, very serious. But, but Got Talent is, is so much about just fun and about just, just entertaining people in a silly way. And it doesn't always have to be you know, sort of heavy or serious themes. And you can come on and do anything. If you think, you know, you can come on and, you know, juggle with a couple of ping pong balls and you think that's going to entertain people, you can come on and do that or play the spoons or whatever. Mm. It, it, there's, there's, you know, you could, the only limits your imagination. We've seen this firsthand many years ago. There was a guy that played a vacuum cleaner mm-hmm. and he went through to the finals in Australia's Got Talent. He actually campaigned outside our studio playing his vacuum. Amanda... She didn't want to let him into the building. He looked a little unhinged. And I, I said, if you had John Lennon outside your building, would you say no? Then uh, I was happy for him just to come in and vacuum. But yeah. anyway, he came in to play his vacuum cleaner and he burst it. Well, the, the vacuum broke. Yeah, so we wrecked his career in one go, unfortunately. 
Oh, dear. And it sounds so promising. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> he and Eddie are men yeah, with a big that, hit. <laughs> but to be honest, you know, the, the thing is, uh, as, as, a, as a fan of the show, before I was on Britain's Got Talent in the UK, I, I was just watching it as a fan. And I actually, people playing um, Hoovers was the whole reason I wanted to watch the show, <laughs> not, not really people who were really talented. So I think they're a, they're a big part of the show, you know? So I think the more and more sort of silly acts there are, the better, mm. as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's good. That's good fodder. But has anyone actually parlayed a career out of playing a vacuum, other than cleaning up in a, a high-rise building, but can they? Can you um, make a career out of it? Probably not a major international career like no. a sort of Elton John or Paul McCartney, but <laughs> probably you can probably can earn a living. Elton's coming back, and maybe he he might incorporate a vacuum into his Goodbye Yellow Brick Road tour. This could be a thing. I think unlikely, mm. but we can live in hope. Well, David, it's always great to talk to you. Australia's Got Talent will premiere on Channel 7 and 7 Plus later this year. David Williams, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me.